You're with Julian on the Brown Note and uh, look at Taiwan and Nancy Pelosi's recent visit and what China should do. Um, so uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House in America, just did something completely insane and pointless, which was visiting Taiwan. Now, America has ignored Taiwan for decades. It's 25 years, I think, since anyone from America went to Taiwan. And I think that was maybe Newt Gingrich from the Republican side of the fence. Because America started to do a lot of business with China. So they pretty much forgot that Tibet ever existed and also Taiwan as well. Um, with Tibet because there's no strategic or economic gain for them. And because China became the largest trading partner with America. So uh, sorry Taiwan, see you later. Now they choose to visit. In the middle of the Russian war in Ukraine. They chose this moment. I did a piece recently about why I think uh, where is where is China on the Ukraine thing? Because they've got a completely different relationship with Russia. Uh, they've got a very strong standing on the world stage, no matter what you think. And they're in a really good position to actually uh, take some very moral high ground in in encouraging Russia to sue for peace, in encouraging Ukraine. Whilst, as I've done in many pieces, the West is continually egging Ukraine on just to provide fodder for the military industrial complex and hurt Russia, leading to lots and lots of lives being lost inside Ukraine, lots of buildings being reduced to rubble. And as we're seeing, uh, the global economic crisis that we're having at the moment, they chose right now to go into Taiwan. If you don't know, Taiwan, back in the sort of 30s when um, uh, the old sort of imperial China was defeated by Chairman Mao's communist China, the, <clears throat> the remnants of that um, China, the, the old guard, f basically fled to Taiwan and set up shop in Taiwan ever since the main China, which has grown incredibly strong, has said, you're part of China and you're a you know a rogue state and taiwan said no we're not uh, all that happened 50 years ago uh, leave us alone and there's been this standoff ever since where to this day china still says you know it will still punish people for putting taiwan on the map as a country or referring it to as a country and so on but what nancy pelosi is doing going there now I don't have a problem at all with supporting Taiwanese independence. And I'll go into that later. And I'll, as a white Anglo-Saxon Westerner, I will also be telling China what they should be doing because I'm sure that that's really what they want to hear. But America doing this, it's like, like they've got this desire to create a new Cold War block against Russia and they're trying to corral China into it. That's not the same as Russia. Um, China has become an awfully powerful, in the top three block economically countries on earth, alongside the EU and America, and will likely be bigger than both of them. This isn't the same deal. China's not going around the world threatening lots and lots of different countries with uh, military action and then invading them and 
all that kind of stuff. It's got its economic power, and that's that's where it's at at the moment. There's literally no upside to what Pelosi's done. I'm sure that there are people in Taiwan that have been terrified by Russia invading Ukraine and wondering whether China will do the same, uh, given that there's been no you know Western troops on the ground in Ukraine. Or the flip side of they won't because it's been, you know, it's been like a, in some terms a disaster, um, dependent on which way you look at it, but the amount of blowback. Um, but she's got no good reason for doing this. It's pure provocation. Um, it doesn't serve anyone. And I think China needs to understand that some of these people aren't as bright as you think. And that there might not be an overreaching plan here. She might well be out of her role come November this year. Um, she might have other reasons that are far more personal or less global political in going to Taiwan right now. Biden's probably kept himself out of it. He hasn't really championed her going either. Um, so you do wonder why such a provocative act would happen. And you do wonder whether American foreign policy after uh, a very quiet few years post the Iraq, Iran, Syria, Libya years of uh, total carnage and destruction, whether they're sort of aiming to be the world police again, whether they're needing justifications for their military budget and this is yet another plank in the military-industrial complex appeasement. It really doesn't make any sense at all. But there is, as I've said many times, no possibility of war between America and China. It isn't Russia and America. And there's no real possibility of war between Russia and America. China and America are their two biggest trading partners. Biggest import, biggest export markets. China and America. Half a trillion dollars of goods goes from China to America each year. America needs Chinese goods. A lot of their biggest companies like Apple make all of their products there. If the war in Ukraine and the impacts of sanctions on Russia have caused this much economic devastation, what do you think would happen with a war with China? It would stop the world. It ain't happening. It's garbage. So why do saber-rattling? Why won't our media pick this up? I'm seeing in this, I saw in the Sydney Morning Herald, I've seen in a lot of Australian papers about the threat coming is, is Chinese missiles. No, it isn't. There's no, the, the, China isn't the country that's gone around the world invading it and overthrowing governments for the last 40 or 50 years. We all know who's done that. China has economic leverage. It doesn't use its military like this. There is certainly a lot of saber-rattling and firing missiles and driving their boats around, but it's all just wallpaper. The likelihood of them going in would be a dramatic world event. It's not impossible, but it's just so unlikely to happen. <clears throat> so what do I think China should be doing? Um, well, not what they're doing at all. So, I think China should make friends with Taiwan. That's it. I think what China's doing is it's ignored the last 30 years of Chinese growth, economically and politically and globally, and it's still got a mindset from 30 years ago on Taiwan. 
and to a degree in Hong Kong. They don't need to behave like this towards Taiwan. I completely get it. When you've got, say, a massive country like Indonesia, they didn't want to, um, to East Timor to become independent because there's a potential of a domino effect. <coughs> Excuse me. So I understand that, you know, big empires don't want the little, little part to become, you know, an independent democracy and so on. But this is thinking from the 1980s. <clears throat> this is ignoring who China has become. Taiwan is a tiny speck compared to the rest of China. You don't need it. Become their friend. You are already likely going to be their biggest trade partner. The best way you can undercut what America is trying to do by driving a wedge internationally between China and Taiwan to make them bad guys on the world stage is become friends with Taiwan. Acknowledge their independence. You don't need it. It's like you've got this. The reason that Taiwan is so important to China is because you still think like you did on Taiwan 30 years ago. The world has changed. You don't need to pan. You don't need to protect yourself against Western style democracy anymore. It has never had a lower cachet. You look at the last few years of Trump and Boris Johnson and Scott Morrison. It hasn't sold itself. You aren't in the era of Tiananmen Square anymore. There is no great clamour, no massive clamour in China for Western-style democracy at all. You don't need to worry about Taiwan at all. All that is happening is you're falling into a very weak trap, which is letting America use Taiwan as a wedge. And they are, will happily use them as a wedge without ever helping them. But the best way to undercut <coughs> Taiwan, sorry, to undercut America, is to be friends with Taiwan and acknowledge their independence. They have nothing then. Taiwan would be, your, that you would be yeah, Taiwan's biggest trade partner. You could easily normalize relationships. This is how <clears throat> you might say from a moral perspective that, um, you know, Chinese sovereignty is Taiwan. This is garbage. It's land. You know, people are so much more important than land. The Falkland Islands do not belong to Argentina. They never lived there. They belong to the people, the only people that have ever lived there, which is 99% in, in a poll they did um, believe that they're British. That's it. The people that are the only people that have ever really lived there believe themselves to be British. The land was never belonging to anyone else. In fact, one thing you don't hear about the Falkland Islands is anyone saying that um, Argentina has to give itself back to the indigenous tribes that were conquered to get it in the first place. Gibraltar, it might exist right next to Spain. It might look like it should be part of Spain. But for hundreds of years, the only people that have lived there think of themselves as British. The difference is somewhere like Gaza, where all the people think of themselves as Palestinian. They're the ones being persecuted. Taiwanese people think of themselves not as mainland Chinese, but as Taiwanese. And it doesn't matter to you. It's far more damaging to you to actually keep... It's like you've got this ring that has sentimental value. It only has sentimental value because you keep reinforcing that. If you toss the ring away, nothing's going to happen. 
So for China, become friends with Taiwan. Acknowledge their sovereignty. It won't hurt you. It will massively help you. It will massively remove one of America's remaining few weapons against China.